welcome back to another Guildhall School Events podcast. Uh, and today, as our spring 2017 event season gets underway, we're going to be discussing one of the first drama productions of this term, which is The Imaginary Misogynist, written and directed by Tamsin Oglesby, who I'm happy to say joins us today, uh, along with cast members Lucy Fletcher and Luke Thallon. Thanks very much, guys, for coming on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Tamsin, I'll, I'll start with you, if that's all right. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the play to, to start us off? Uh, well, I was asked to write the play by a theatre company in Austria, where I've done quite a bit of work. Um, they wanted me to write something in the style of Moliere, mm-hmm. or after Moliere. So I I was very much thinking in terms of farce, let's call it, but obviously old farce, mm. with and the old comic tropes and... Um, what story I might come up with. It was meant to be in conjunction with a production of the imaginary um, hypochondriac. So, and I came across the story of a trumpet player, a female trumpet player who was, who was auditioned mm. and uh, got into an orchestra, um, unanimous. She was the, the most popular choice and it was unanimous. And then spent the next 11 years being persecuted by the orchestra leader who was just very annoyed that mm. she was a woman. Um, so the history of that was the Vienna Philharmonic in which there had been no women up to that point. Mm. And I thought it was the... Per- the the story was so farcical, I thought this is a perfect subject for a farce. It doesn't need any exaggeration. <laughs> yeah. and life, life gives you enough. Yeah, in some, in some it, was, it was there. It was a gift. Yeah. And what's it like for you to, to direct a play that, that you've written? Is it Do you find yourself more attached to passages? Are you able to, to no, kind of be no, quite, be no, quite really, direct really about happy. it? No, really, really happy. I'm really happy. In fact, I've cut things um, that, that the actors have said, no, could, could you put that back? <laughs> um, and that's the danger, actually. But no, I'm not more attached to it. And I do find myself reading passages that I don't remember having written and I treat it as those... I as though someone else has written it. It feels often like someone else has written it because I've just got a different hat on. And uh, Lucy and and Luke, can you tell us a little bit about your characters and and how you fit into the play? My character, Anna, is an assistant to the head of the orchestra. And she seems like a typical, like, cliché of an assistant, blonde, um, short skirt, long nails kind of... But she she's clever, she's smart, she knows how the orchestra functions and how mm. men work. And um and and she's quick and sneaky and she's she's fun. She's a good character. Um I play the doctor <laughs> and I can't say I don't think I can I'm allowed to say too much, otherwise uh some things may be revealed that, that we're gonna keep as a surprise for the um play but but uh yes i'm hired by the the head of the orchestra to come in and assess whether tanya who is the trumpet player is fit enough to um play in the orchestra and uh <laughs> I, I shan't i won't say any more i won't say any more because yeah but i'm nameless and that 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 changes every time we do it as well oh, so cool. i get a new name every every time we run it oh, that must be so fun. i'm doctor i'm dr blank <laughs> and um Depending on when you see Dr. it, Dr. Barry. Dr. Yeah. Barry, sometimes <laughs> to be confirmed. <laughs> to be confirmed, what we 
And uh, for for both of you, this must be quite a change from the the productions that happened last term, which were all quite historical. To to go from that to a modern, uh, quite mm. farcical satirical comedy, how's that been? How's the transition been for for you? I think it's been all right because because we have to keep on remembering like it is a true story, mm. and even though it's so funny, these things did happen, and a doctor was brought into the orchestra to see if this woman was fit enough you're still playing the truth like you do in any play mm. um just a bit more heightened and and i think the comical timing is probably mm. the hardest thing and difference from the other shows yes it makes it quite a mechanical experience almost not in a bad way but in a, in a it's also it's almost mathematical the way i've had to sort of lay my script out and um, sort bit from bit from bit, and where mm. other uh, other plays is sort of left to you quite a lot. The, the whole rhythm of it and the whole scenes of it are entirely dependent on you as a group hitting yeah. the same beats and mm. finding the same moments. And in the process of finding that, it can become quite acting by numbers, um, which is a different challenge to what we've done before, mm. um, and often funnier, and often results in lots of lots of, lots of laughing or crying. Uh, it's <laughs> difficult but it's 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 a it's a good experience very tricky but good and it's a much smaller cast than than last time's productions for the for the most part um especially compared to great expectations yeah. which had nearly all of the your group of actors in in the cast has that been how has that been has it changed your approach and your preparation does it mean there's more of a spotlight on you when there's fewer people sharing the stage how's that been to prepare i don't know if it's necessarily more time on you but you get you're checking in with each other a lot more because because we we're we're pretty much always in the room together. I've I feel like it's a perfect team size. Yeah. That yeah. it's it any more than that and we might end up with people a with slightly smaller parts and people with bigger parts mm. whereas here it everybody is it, it really yeah. is a team it's a real and it's been fantastic working with a, people who know each other very well and B, people who are open to coming up with ideas because mm. we, everybody has contributed as much as everybody mm. else in this. It's been, it's been fantastic in terms of ownership and yeah. invention. It's come as much from that chemistry as anything Definitely. else. Yeah, there's only so much offering and ownership well some it feels like there's only so much ownership you can have when there's 20 of you mm. in a room in great expectations yeah because you're very aware that you're one twentieth even even regardless of how many lines you have you're still one twentieth of, of that room so when there's how many eight eight, eight of us nine mm. of us it's eight. it's a volleyball it, team yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and it, there's fewer of you to keep the ball up in the air mm. and so you have you offer more and um that's been that's been thrilling. Mm. And have there been any particular challenges in 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 the design and bringing it to 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 stage? Uh, no, just what whether to have a music stand or not. Yeah, <laughs> oh my that's God. how it turns into cut the music stand. <laughs> I think the challenge is probably the point here. I can. Tell. <laughs> yeah. you, you could you probably ask the stage management because we we have that quite a lot has been broken in the process yeah. of this <laughs> uh, rehearsal. Smashed glass. Lots of glass. Yeah. <laughs> but we play a lot of ball games for a rehearsal room that has lots of glass props. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's our fault. Yeah. But <laughs> Of course, there's this, we are a conservatoire here at Guildhall as well as a, a drama school. And there's, have you been able, has that helped with any of your preparation? Have you been able to go and chat to the musicians about 
the, the dynamics of a, of a symphony orchestra and how it all, all fits together. Yeah, we have. I, I'm, I, again, not wanting to reveal too much. It's really interesting um, being in this environment where we're very, very close to musicians and some people are in relationships with, with musicians. So mm. it's, a, it's a very close-knit environment where I can talk to anyone, really, if I want to find someone who plays an instrument that I'm looking at mm. for the play. Um, it's also been great having them in the room. I'm sure mm. Tams will say that we're, we're working with musicians as well mm. but actually part of the reason why i wanted to do it here is because of that is mm. because you've got music on your doorstep and it centers around a female trumpet player we have a female trumpet player in it mm. who is again not wanting to reveal too much but is um I can't say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, She's the, in it, basically. All the tantalising we have a, we have a, a trumpet player, can, a real trumpet player, that. as well as an actor. That's I can say that. Yeah. And even hearing music around when we walked around, that's now been in, like, yeah. oh, no, I'm going to say too much. That's informed. No, but that <laughs> has... It that has informed us. Yeah. A huge part of it. Yeah, yeah just yeah. hearing singers and, and how people warm up and, yeah. Yeah. It keeps us on, actually being here, it keeps us on our toes because mm. there's so much facts mm. about the environment yeah. that, we're, that we're working in. Mm. Um, so much fact, so many facts about the, the environment we're working in that it's quite hard to ignore them. And when we keep putting them in and putting them in, that gets quite exciting um, and challenge our tech team, I think. <laughs> and, and what are you all most looking forward to about, about opening night and, and the run of the production? A response. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've you stop laughing around about now. Well, this week you stop yeah. you stop laughing. Uh, it's not actually true because we're laughing in different places. In different it's places. not. It, it's the consistency which tells you you've got the rhythm right that that will be will be great, won't it? Mm. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think more than probably any other genre, uh, having an audience in is is a whole nother animal. Is almost a whole nother cast member in mm. a show like this because their reactions will change our rhythms will will allow us to do certain things or stretch moments or leave a leave a beat for for them to react or if they do and that will change the show a lot i think yeah rather than running it in quite a quiet rehearsal room mm. and how does that fit in with your you mentioned before that you were having to be quite specific about how you prepared for it yes well i think if you work that way, then then you'll be able to be flexible when mm. you have things thrown at you that you don't expect. Mm, okay. Laughs and reactions and hopefully, fingers crossed, if you've worked like that, if you've really, really blocked it and beaten it, then you've all got the freedom to sort of, like jazz, mm. play around yeah. with it a bit more. Yeah, moments will definitely have air and mm-hmm. to share it will be so exciting. Thanks very much to uh, Tamsin, Lucy and, and Luke for joining us today um, and talking about the, the Imaginary Misogynist, which opens on the 6th of February in the Milton Court Studio Theatre, and you can get tickets from the Barbican box office. You can also follow us and subscribe to us online on SoundCloud. We're soundcloud.com slash school, and you can find us on iTunes and all other podcasting apps, where if you do like the show, leave a little rating and review us, because it, it does help other people find it as well. Um, and follow us on Twitter at Guildhall School to stay up to date with everything that's going on here. So thanks again for joining us today, and uh, thanks for listening. Thank, Thank you. you.